Welcome to Mean Mommy Kink Podcast. And you're here once again with Jackie Griot and and Miss Lola Sunshine. Yes, and we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Run away if you need to. This the theme of this podcast is get over it. <laughs> so, I thought this month's theme was come on Barbie, let's go party. I showed up in the wrong outfit. Oh, that's great. Okay, that's right. Our theme for this month, our topic is let's play dolls, aka yes. doll play. So if you're a dolly, dolly, however you like to say it, people say it different ways. Um this is the episode for you. So if you like Barbie, if you like playing dress up, if you want a fancy box that you can be put in at night. <laughs> um, also, this is for folks that play with human dolls because that's a whole other separate genre of people sometimes. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that too. There's a lot of mm -hmm. um, interesting, uh, there's a really wide interesting world for people who like to either be dolls or play with dolls. So we're going to get into that too. But first, first, I like to do my um, small business shout out. And I'm really yes. excited this month. Me too. Okay, so my New Year's resolution, because every year I try to think of something that will make me feel good. Like the previous New Year's resolution was I want to be gayer than I was last year. I like an open-ended one because then I can just sort of, you know, fill in the yeah. space right I don't have to worry about losing weight or anything specific I can just be gay and I'm already doing it right so this year it was I want to pay black artists to make art for me that's my goal for this year so at least once a month I'm going to pay a black artist to make me something fun and so this month I wanted to use that person as my shout out I wanted to clarify um black trans artists black trans queer artists uh zach the drac so it's z-a-k the d-r-a-k so zach the drac they made me the most beautiful portrait of me as like a harpy slash lilith inspired with like red dreadlocks and these harpy wings and these amazing like claw feet i love it it's i already posted it on my instagram I'm definitely getting some prints done and I just love it. I think it was an amazing piece of art. Everything else they've done is great, but in general, I just want to like give people an excuse that you can find an artist, just make something for you. And I did ask yes. Zach, they said that they don't have any restrictions. So if you maybe are a kinkster, you want something a little risque, they might be willing so <laughs> if anyone has ever had custom porn made of themselves it's amazing like be it like a comic or a painting or a drawing a sketch like custom porn that's either starring you and like your partners or whatever or starring like characters in your head that you wish you had seen in a porn is just like top fucking tier and I highly Bravo. recommend it I agree. I've been uh, like some of the best art in art history was really just commissioned by some secret pervert and they found an artist to make them something. All of those naked 100%. ladies lounging next to grapes and shit is just some pervert right. with money. Because <laughs> unsurprisingly, women did not lay around naked with one drape over one ass cheek eating grapes all day. It's a lifestyle that I wish we had all had, but most people did not have this going on. So. 
so the point being is that a lot of the porn that we see and a lot of the art that we see is commissioned by somebody to create it. And so if you have the time and the money, you can have things made exactly for you. And honestly, that's a lot of where perverts of color came from. It was me just trying to encourage people, me paying people, me trying to have more black and brown, queer, kinky material and so i'm still doing that i'm just doing it one at a time this month or this this year but you could definitely go check out zach the drac on instagram um they also have it's called artist station or excuse me art station sorry i'm saying it wrong so artstation.com slash zach the drac so that's z-a-k b and then d-r-a-k all right so they're open for commissions go check them out yes Yes. And really any art that you see online, one of the first things I check if I really like someone's art, like if I follow their Instagram is, does it say they're open for commissions? And if so, how do I commission? Um, And even if it doesn't say that, send them a DM and ask because maybe they never thought to put it on their Instagram or what have you, but it's awesome to be able to not only support art, like I said, get the art that specifically you want to see and it could be something as like completely random as like you as like a mermaid or a princess or you know whatever or it could be like I said custom porn it could be a portrait of your family anything it's just so cool it's so cool I agree and I think we're going to start promoting more um black queer artists who are open for commissions as well so stay tuned and if you are an artist as well and you want us to give you a shout out let me know yes especially if you make perv shit yeah to the front perverts to the front (laughs) yes always (laughs) well speaking of perverts this seems like a great time to transfer our energy into doll space doll oh my gosh Okay. So let's... Yes, doll play because doll space is a totally different thing. It's true. We're going to talk about both of these. So yeah. how would you how would you start? Are you a person who plays with dolls or are you a doll? I am both. Um, I am a doll maker and doll myself. Um, and it's really interesting because I play in totally different spaces depending on what I am and like the situation that I'm in which is really kind of my MO in life as a switch. Um, But it's, so there's, there's kind of, when you said doll space, like there's a bunch of different ways you can describe doll space, but to a lot of dolls, it's like subspace where you're just completely down. Mm -hmm. And some dolls I know like to check entirely out and like to do things like hypnosis to make them like go completely under. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I'm, the the main type of doll that I am is is more Barbie based and that is a very different type of doll but I do if I have someone that I really really trust I can go into like a very mannequin type doll space where I'm just out Um, and that's a really fun space if you have people around you that you really trust and you can like completely check out and like let them do whatever it is they're doing to you which is fun I okay so I love this topic I really want to talk about this but I feel like we need a little disclaimer because I think a lot of Gen Z people when they hear doll they hear specifically in relation to like trans women or black trans women yes yes yes. so we need to be really clear that there are two different communities that sometimes have an overlap and so in the kink community doll is a type of play doll play a person mm-hmm. who identifies as a doll is a person who enjoys that play. 
versus mm -hmm. um, a lot of black trans women specifically use doll because it's like um, in the ballroom scene, there's all the stuff about passing and not being clockable and being, you know, um, looking a certain way, being really put together. And so a lot of in that community, sometimes they'll use a terminology of getting dolled up. And so getting dolled up sometimes gets shortened to the dolls and they may have right. similar terminology because there are people who are kinksters and black Absolutely. trans women. There are people who are kinksters and who play doll stuff for cross-dressing. And, and so all of these things are really nuanced. I'm not trying to say that they're the same. I'm just trying to acknowledge that there is a little bit of a crossover. So if you're someone hearing this term and you've only heard it one way, and you may, if you look up on the internet for doll, you may find other things as well. So Right. And, you know, I think there's a lot of overlap. Um, and I think that that's really kind of intentional because one of the things that I like about doll play is it really kind of um, encourages creativity, encourages expression, um, is not afraid of the hyper-feminine. And these are things that a lot of trans women, especially Black trans women, really lean into. If not everybody, yes. there's obviously many trans women out there that are not hyper feminine and that's great um but the folks that tend to call themselves dolls these ladies are like super femme so and that is you know a lot of their look is based on actual dolls um there is so it's not even like a closet confession because most people that know me know that i'm a big drag race fan it's my problematic fave something had to replace toddlers and tiaras when it went off the air for sparkly garbage television and it was drag race you so, don't even know how she felt about those toddlers y'all it was sick it was great we're not gonna get into it right now because they're actual <laughs> children but i i love that show to an unhealthy level um anyway but you know i've just transferred that need to see sparkly dresses over to drag race so this season on drag race there are twins um by the name of sugar and spice they're very very popular apparently on tiktok and their entire aesthetic is based on Bratz dolls. They they grew up playing with Bratz dolls. And they talk a lot about how when they were little boys, they had to hide these Bratz dolls because the older they got, like the less people thought it was cute. And they started like worrying that these boys had these dolls. And so they like had all these dolls that they had to like put away when company came over and everything else. But they would like use these dolls. They'd like do makeup on their dolls and make little outfits for their dolls. And it was the way for them to express this femininity that they wanted to express when they yeah. didn't feel comfortable doing it on their own bodies. Um, and so now their drag is based entirely on a Bratz aesthetic, which is the most Gen Z thing I've ever heard of, but it's amazing. They're, <laughs> they're very pretty. It's um, really amazing. Yeah. And so just to kind of watch them play dolls is kind of great. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, I, and I think something to think about, too, is like people who maybe don't know about dolls as a toy, they think all dolls are the same. Yes. But when you're in the doll culture or even if you're so a collector different kinds. or if you're trying to dress like one or if you're trying to emulate and be one, there are so many, there are hundreds of dolls. thousands of different types of dolls everything from the i bought it from the target for ten dollars level doll to the i paid ten thousand dollars because this thing is an antique and there's only one left in the world kind of Absolutely. Dolls. it's wild and so and so in terms of kink when you were deciding to be a doll i mean you know miss lola's a barbie but i've definitely seen raggedy ann dolls i've seen mm -hmm. um what are the other i've even seen uh, uh gi joes i've seen dolls yes. that tried to keep in a box they very much were like your mm -hmm. collector's item no one can touch you you're for display versus other dolls I love that. like 
everyone can play idea. with you, right? Some dolls just like a like... big glass box, and you're just in there with the whole mm-hmm. play party. That's hot. It is. There's hot. a bunch of different. So there's, a, there's so there's different types of the, some of the kinds that are like my very favorites. Um, like I said, if I'm in doll space, I'm mostly a Barbie because Barbie is a very active doll, right? Like my doll space is not going to be silent. Um, it's going to be like, I'm interacting with you. I'm talking to you. Barbie is also a top, like straight up. Everyone does what Barbie wants. She comes with accessories. She has a dream house and a car, you know, like she's not, she's not a passive doll. She's a very active doll. Um, and she's very like, you know, she's been an astronaut. She's been the president. She's been a doctor. She's a vet. She's very active. So that's what draws me to Barbie. Um, it's a very feminine, but active, dominant space. Um, but there are a lot of different types of dolls. When I'm making dolls, I like Victorian dolls a lot. And I like them to be silent. Um, I like them to be very passive, very like, if they move at all, it's kind of on a hinge motion. Like I have to position them and then they stay, stay in one spot. <laughs> I like the hinge motion too. I like it when we have to move you a certain way. Yeah. yeah. And there's dolls that work like that. There's dolls that operate on a key so they can move around a little bit if you wind them, but then they'll wind down. So I love those kinds of dolls too. Cause those are really cool. Yeah. Um, there's dolls that, like I said, are just completely out and they're just kind of dead weight objects. Um, and I have a number of friends that like to play in that space because it's super hot to just be completely out yeah, and to have someone me. dragging you around mm-hmm. or putting me. you in the bed or whatever. Like that's hot. Like, honestly, if I found someone small enough that I could pick them up like that, would not be against that kind of play. That's super hot. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, that, and see, that was my experience with dolls is that I had a partner who was small enough and I could just like pick them up move them around stick them on the chair in weird places draw Mm -hmm. things on their face like they were just a canvas and they just allowed Mm -hmm. me to pretty much do whatever I wanted to and they were the kind of person where we had pre-negotiated so I could we could start fucking at any time I didn't it wasn't like I had to ask every single time I had like a free use arrangement with them set up in advance Mm -hmm. so that was really hot too because it turned them into like my sex doll now you're like a real doll yes sex dolls are amazing (laughs) yeah yeah and that's a whole genre too so amazing it is there's like this whole so another kind of crossover right is bimbification there's a lot of people that like to put on like the huge fake breastplate and like Mm -hmm. the big hair and they're like basically like heading into like high drag territory a lot of these folks are yes a lot of these folks are cis men but not all of them there's been a big resurgence of bimbification Mm -hmm. among non-cis men and it's fascinating to watch I was at Folsom and I wear a lot of pink and I met two other pink people at Folsom and one was like a young, I'm guessing cis woman, I might be wrong, who was in all pink and had pink hair. And the other was a cross-dressing bimbo that had like huge fake tits on and was super pink and big tall shoes and tiny little skirt. And we took a picture together and I discovered after we took this picture of the pink people that I was the only one in the picture that didn't have a doctorate. (laughs) so that's kind of one of the things about bimbofication that people don't understand is that it's an escape for a lot of people it is not like their only personality it is like these are very smart capable people that also enjoy wearing huge titties and or having their tits almost all the way out and you know wearing tiny plastic skirts that are hot pink and sparkly like this is a choice it is not a default 
my favorite kind of bimbo is the ones where it's like my head might be empty but I still have great ideas <laughs> you know right. like I might not have an idea but I'm still worthwhile you know like they just sort of right challenge I'm so your pretty yes I'm exactly. really really pretty exactly. <laughs> I love that that's, and tr- that's actually like what like one of my ideal boyfriend types to be honest like a I really himbo, love, Ken. we love yes I love Kendall so mm-hmm. much they're Absolutely. so pretty. They don't just, need to have ideas because they're just so pretty. I will just say there is <laughs> there is a genre of man where it's like, I don't really have a lot of ideas, but I like everybody here and I'm going to protect everybody here. And that guy, yeah. big, small, whatever size you are, whatever you look like, that guy is highly favored. Okay. Oh, so yeah. If you like, like to be dressed up and want to be some femme side piece, you can be, yes. make that clear. I you like arm candy. One. If you mm-hmm. want to be arm candy, wear matching outfits, have none of your own ideas, and your favorite thing is doing whatever Barbie wants, slide into my DMs. Yes, just that the kid who sits in the passenger seat of the Corvette. That's what you could be. Right, exactly. Yeah. That carries all the shopping bags and <laughs> yes, and wakes up and is like, what are we wearing today? And I'm like, oh, we're in matching Malibu print. Like, amazing. Yeah. So good. I'm very excited about the Barbie movie based on the matching outfits alone. Um, <laughs> and, and this is a good point to bring up is that there's definitely guys who really do get off and enjoy being like paired up in that way. But society yes. has definitely made us feel like that's weird if you wanted to be, you know, twinning with your partner or whatever. But mm-hmm. for the folks who love it, there are other people who love that shit and you can yes. find it. Okay. You will find them. Put your shit on Instagram. You'll find all of us. We will be in your comments like you all look amazing. Yeah. So yes. Exactly. Um other types of dolls. Let's see. So there are also you could have a baby doll. There's plenty of crossover between EBTL mm-hmm. and dolls because there's lots of dolls that are baby. Um, and then the it's a little bit more rare, but I have met in my life a couple of different haunted, creepy goth dolls. Yes, I have two. They're fun. They're like you're a doll, but the spirit inside of you is what makes you move. Right. Or like something's wrong. Like you're a Megan, you're an mm-hmm. Annabelle. There's something wrong with you or like you're just creepy. Like there's, you know, you're a marionette that's gone off the strings or whatever. Like there's something off. So like if you don't play in traditional cute pink sparkles, there's plenty of dolls for you because there's a whole genre of dolls that are here to scare the shit out of you and ruin your day. Um, and most of those dolls are also not bottoms because that's true. Holy They're shit. usually evil switches. Um, yeah, literally I, that. Literally they're usually that. Evil switches. They're I usually was... terrassing around trying to find someone that'll make them stop. They're usually like evil brat switches. I know, <laughs> I know a lot of people who play with their gender through doll play, and mm-hmm. so whatever gender you are does not necessarily have to be the gender of the doll you are. And mm-hmm. I knew several people who um, had like a, a Chucky kind of alter ego that Ooh. they were just like building on. And so they would be terrorizing littles at the events because they're a doll <laughs> and they can just, you know, they want to play. Let's play. And then everything goes poorly. Bro, if, if, if I, listen, if I'm an adult and an Annabelle looking person comes up behind me and whispers some shit, nah, we didn't yeah. agree to that. I'm knocking you down and I'm running. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, shit. I will, I will kick <laughs> Megan in the face like don't let her come up literally yeah so just just that's consent is important y'all because I have trauma okay and I will kick it all <laughs> in the face 
like you do have to realize when you're in like a full doll like get up um there are some dolls that are a little more accessible like I said Barbies things like that although even mm-hmm. that could be triggering for some reason for somebody but the dolls that are like really either spooky or really like fluffy they can have kind of like the clown reaction that some people have yeah the clown there are there are people that are afraid of dolls. I dated someone for a long time that was afraid of dolls. And unfortunately, I'm a fear play top. So it was great because I collect mm. them. They were all over the house. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyone that knows me knows that I have dolls all over my house and my room is entirely Barbie themed. So <laughs> if you come to stay with me and you don't like the color pink, you will be sleeping on the couch. There is no other alternative for you. Yeah, um, you're going to go home, <laughs> honestly. You're going to go home. Literally, like you're going to want to rent a hotel room nearby because my house is very full of dolls. Um, but yeah, it's so yeah, be aware of that. Like, obviously, you don't have to not do your kink, but like, don't walk up to someone in doll space if you don't know them and know that they're fine with that all the time because it's not always you are playing with them at that point. Like, just something to realize. Um, Again, like I said, some dolls are more accessible than others. If I'm more channeling Barbie energy, I'm not necessarily going to be talking to someone as if I'm a Barbie. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to sound pretty much like me. I'm just going to be very pink that day or whatever. But if you're the type of doll that has, like, a weird doll voice or a creepy demon doll voice or whatever, nah, man, you're in a scene with someone at that point. (laughs) Yeah, once you start playing it out in front of other people, and that's the thing, like, kink is great everybody should have their fantasies but if you find yourself playing them out in front of other people those people should have the ability to get away like you know they you can't Mm -hmm. just put your stuff on somebody even if it seems innocent yes because and at the same token yeah they react badly and you never know or they might not be in the spaceport right now or whatever the same token if you are a doll you are not public property Mm. um not you're just not like don't yeah. assume that someone that's sitting hinged in a chair wants you to play with them in any form of fashion don't assume that anyone that came to a party with a bunch of little doll outfits wants to engage with you they might be there for a specific person or people yeah. or whatever um we had talked a long time ago so another fun fact about me I have a life-size Barbie box that I built myself mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like a normal like a normal person yeah yeah like everybody does <laughs> Like everyone does, it lights up from the inside and I can just climb into it. But anyway, um, we had talked a long time ago about me potentially bringing it to a future leather conference, Mm -hmm. but I was talking to you about it because I would want someone nearby to like screen who could come up and play with me because at the point that I'm a box Barbie, I'm going to be down in that checked out doll space where I'm not interacting, you know? The, be- um, the best example that people may understand that that it's kind of like it's kind of like if you were working at a haunted house and your job was to jump out and say boo you don't want to get punched in the face right those people right. Con- consented to come to the haunted house but you didn't consent to get punched in the face right mm-hmm. so that's sort of how i feel about when we talk about kink like this like just because the thing may be okay the person's reaction like is not you can't be violent just because of the person's reaction, right? Same thing where if right. someone didn't like your Barbie scene and they just had a bad Barbie memory, they shouldn't get a chance to just sock you because they're having a bad reaction to your... Right. Nor should they be able to come up and try to jump into my scene just because it's very pink and looks super accessible. Correct. Exactly. There's That's a line the thing that about... Cross. Yeah. Yeah. Because dolls tend to look like a plaything. That's the point. 
but they're not everybody's plaything. Correct. You know, and I know as kids, we totally were able to just grab our neighbor's Barbie and whatever, whatever. That's not the case as adults. We are we are now people dolls, not uh, doll dolls. <laughs> I call bullshit because you could not grab my doll once I hit second grade. Okay, bitch. Really? Because, no, because it's my doll. You can ask me, can you come play dolls with me? But you cannot just take my shit and run off with it. Well, not would, run off, but like if they're at your house, you can't just like play dolls. Like you can't play with the toys. I'm, an, I'm an only child. Um, Me I too. Have, wow. I, I, I have the dolls. <laughs> uh, listen, okay. I have the dolls. That anyone can <laughs> anyone can play with certain dolls. So I would probably offer you. Here are the doll dolls you can play with. But then I I have my favorites that are not for being exchanged. I'm gonna be Malibu, and you're gonna have to deal with that wow yeah i'm sorry you're you're reminding me a lot of collectors i know that have children because they have dolls their kids can play with and then they have dolls that their kids damn well know not to touch don't touch my motherfucking malibu and that's the thing (laughs) i would have had like some other dolls that are available for everyone i'm not i'm not an asshole like the raunchy dolls with cut hair and like weird no they got outfit (laughs) listen here's how i used to do it this is the true story of me and my dolls every time i got a barbie doll i had a system strip her completely naked take all her clothes off put it in a bag because i didn't want to lose the shit and then i would just play with the doll naked and then the clothes only fascinating look into your psyche by the way it is actually i would play with all the dolls naked and then when it was time to do something then we would look through the clothes and play fashion like fashion was when you would like look in the clothes but normally the dolls were naked and they, wow. you know, there's a lot of scissoring also. Yeah. You know, if you, if you're, yeah. if you're queer now and didn't have lesbian Barbies, I question your, your entire Yeah, there situation. was a lot of scissoring. I scissored one so hard the leg broke off. Okay, bitch. I was wow. trying to put them together. I figured it out years later, but at that time, so, in the beginning. Yeah. That's a, a weird look into my Barbie psyche is, so I was, I'm also an only child and so as a result, when I didn't have people over, I would play silent Barbies because nobody else was there. So there really wasn't a point in me talking out loud. Sure. Um, so my Barbies would be interacting, but like it would only be in my head because there was no reason for me to talk. And occasionally my one of my parents would walk by and be like, oh, that's weird. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like the Barbie would walk up to the other one and stop. And then it would walk away and stop. And my mom's like, yeah, no, you have to play Barbies out loud. I don't like that. You just, you have to play out loud. I'm like, why? And she's like, you just have to. It's just, it's not normal for you not to do that. And so my Barbies were also very lesbian and they would, of course, be scissoring and making out. But what they would often do is they would get irritated with Ken because of some small infraction that I would make up that he had done. They would kick him out of the dream house, often violently. He would get thrown across the room and then they would like get into the Corvette Thelma and Louise style and like drive off together. Oh yeah, yeah. I've definitely had the the large kin fight. My teddy bears were usually involved also because in my world there's also like teddy bear people. I don't know. It was complicated. Makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. It makes sense. Um, but the main thing that we've learned from this and how this connects to kink is that even with the same doll, everybody's gonna play with it differently. Exactly. That's the other thing. If you are getting into some doll play you do have to negotiate you can't just be like i'm a doll oh, and I'm like, dressed exactly. up do whatever because do whatever can mean a bunch of things to a bunch of people right like mm-hmm. i said i have a friend that likes to do hypnosis to go completely under um i have another friend that likes to put in contacts so that she can't see properly and has to be led around when she's in doll space um yeah there's the, have... the shibari puppet doll people they want to they can only be yep. a doll when they're being tied up in certain ways and played with yep. and... and they're marionettes yep. and that's how they move around there are dolls like i said that 
are quote unquote public access, but really there's usually a dominant or a top somewhere around that's like monitoring that shit. There are yeah. dolls that are not public access at all, and you are not allowed to touch them because they specifically belong to one person. Yeah. You know, there's the fashion dolls. Fashion dolls are just outfit based. It's like what you're Absolutely. wearing is the most important part. That is the whole scene. Like you are dressed scene. up. You are cute today, and that's the scene. Everyone look at my fancy latex. I'm a doll today. I'm a bimbo, and that's it. Some bimbos are also super sexual, and they're just there to, like, look cute and, you know, have sex, and that's it. They don't want to be hit with stuff. They don't want to be whatever. Mm-hmm. So you really have to negotiate what you're doing, how you're doing it, what people are comfortable with, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah, it's it, it can get, like, super complicated and get super deep, which is really funny because it's usually, like, aesthetically very absurd. <laughs> yeah, aesthetically, it's usually absurd because if you're the kind of person who's, like, in a doll space, you probably have a blank exp- expression on your face. You're probably, you know, emoting something in a, in a like, a in a way where, like I said, you're blank. You're, you're giving a mask face. You're giving one specific expression. It depends expression. on the doll. It does. I'm just, I'm, of course, some dolls yeah. talk. I can't make, ex- a, a, you know, I can't make a, a generalization. But a lot of the mm-hmm. dolls that I've seen, they go to a place where they're not fully there. Even the ones who talk, yeah. they're not fully they're not- there. There are some dolls that have like really limited talking expressions, which is also a very, very fun way to add DS into a scene. Yes. If you can say like three things and they're all of agreement. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I have seen the dolls that had buttons you push and people made them say things. So that's true. There's like you you have pre-programmed expressions and you can pick from three phrases, like you said, and those are your phrases. Right. Like you can say, yes, sir. I love you. That feels great. And that's it. Or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. exactly and then they would know if you say anything different that's like a safe word because that's a safe word literally like if you're like ouch they're like oh mm, oh, that's not that did not feel great then clearly (laughs) it's really true you know and i and i was gonna say i I liken doll play to a small extent to like fornophilia like turning someone into furniture that's the kink Mm -hmm. of like oh i can make you a table or a chair the doll oh, yeah. is an object it's just it's whether extreme you want... objectification exactly and objectification we have to say is a wonderful thing and it's a double-edged sword because it can go yes. badly really bad even if you agreed to it sometimes it's just like i don't like the way you fucking said that you know something right so just when you decide to turn yourself into an object you have to remind yourself later that you are actually a person like you're a pinocchio you you're a real kind of... boy Right. You have to keep a little kernel of that in yourself at all times, because if you're very, very checked out, I totally get that it's super fun to go really deep into a space where you're not responsible for anything. But at the same time, you are responsible for yourself to a certain extent, and you do have to pull yourself up out of that hole and say something if something is not right, instead of like waiting till after the scene's been over and then the next day be like, I didn't like when you did X, Y, Z, and 11 because your top's like, you didn't say a damn thing. You know, like you have to, (laughs) you have to do something. You have to have some kind of safe word signal or even if, like I said, you coming out of doll space is the safe word, because for most dolls, that would be a major safe word. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have some way of being like, okay, this is no longer okay. Because again, Absolutely. most dominants and tops I know want to know that right away, not later, right away. So we can stop the thing that's it's not going well. And honestly, I would tell everyone who is doing this to 
do something where you object or say a safe word do it at least once with any relationship just to see what their Mm -hmm. fucking reaction is like absolutely if you're going to a deep place and you could say you know you don't have to say red you could say yellow see what their reaction is if they flip the fuck out then you need to go all the way back to yourself to reality and get the hell out of there because anyone who is not make room for you to be like i don't feel comfortable about this even if it's only for a second right there you don't like their reaction you need to keep yourself and we only say this because it is so so easy with ds tactics and stuff like that to get caught up in like a cold mm-hmm. group think mentality where you will let this person talk you into anything and then it's too late yes. and now you're fucked up you know yeah and you know there's ways that you can work a safe word into your character um like i said if you're a doll that only says three things that fourth thing could be like a no thank you and that's like you only say that if something's really wrong because you're not programmed to say that absolutely so absolutely. you know and, and someone who cares about you should be willing to help you plan some fail safe for yourself. Yes. Like if they are, if they they're should excited, want that for you. Right. If they're excited about having you surrender, but they are not interested in having you have any safety guideline in the middle of that surrender so that you can feel comfortable in yourself, then that's, that's not, a red flag team. That's is what it. that is. That is, that is all the red flags together. It's a bouquet bitch. They <laughs> are they're they're the they're a marching band that has red flags in front of them. There's trumpets, bitch. You need to run. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So that's one of the main things. And, and that's my tip for anyone. It would be to try a safe word, try an objection early on. Something you don't even necessarily care about, just to see mm-hmm. what kind of reaction they're gonna give you because that's yes. important information. Um Absolutely. But now I want to talk about doll makers, I guess. Yes. I want to talk about doll makers, doll owners, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I also, it's been a long time since I've taught my doll play class, but I have taught a doll play class several times in the past. Um, And one of the things that I always find interesting is whenever I teach this class, there's always like the master dragon shadow type male dom that's there, (laughs) right? Like this is not your average cross-dresser this is not what this is like Mr. Man dumb and it's because there's a surprising amount of very masculine people that are attracted to dolls like human it's dolls it's for a number of reasons for a number of reasons a lot of them um enjoy of course the very basic idea of having a sex doll that doesn't talk to you that's a person um there are also a lot of them that really enjoy owning something beautiful and feminine and delicate, but that's not them, but they want mm, the thing. It's true. It's like you can decorate like a little Christmas tree you could keep around you. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's literally that. Like they want something like that, but they don't want, it's not going to be on them. That's not, they can't, they're not going to wear it. They don't want it in their house maybe permanently, but like they want this lovely thing. And they, it's, there's something to be said for owning this lovely thing that you wouldn't normally have um mm. and i've talked to a number of like like i said mr master shadow dom daddy sir that has been like yes i love it when she's in doll space because she's so pink and she's so fluffy and she's so, you know what i mean like she's, yeah. and so they just they're super into it um i also whenever i go out in barbie space i get the most interesting interactions with again like very masked doms <laughs> <laughs> that are just like delighted by all of the pink and all of the sparkle and all of the glitter and like um 
I obviously hang out in queer spaces, so they're very respectful. They don't usually like touch me and everything else, but they interact with me in a different way. Like they find me very fun and we have a lot of fun interactions and, you know, they make jokes with me and they call me Barbie. And I often tell them that, you know, I can be theirs if they buy me a dream house. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I come with my own accessories. I love it. And I I can be yours. I just need a dream house and I need a convertible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's it's really fun. And I think kind of recognizing that like it's a way for really masked people to access femininity that wouldn't normally have it in their life. Also, like I said, there are folks that just straight up cross-dress that love to be dolls that in their normal, regular, everyday life are very masculine people. Um, and maybe not always. There are also cross-dressers that are feminine individuals in their life, but like there are some that like are, you know, again, like every time I mention anything to do with dolls, again my DMs are a pop-in with masculine people that would love to be dressed up as a pretty feminine doll. And I will say also, like, we a lot of times assume dolls are feminine, and often they are, but I have seen some masculine dolls. It's Mm. a different look. I'm going to push back on that just a bit. So there are... So yeah, so I used to babysit a little kiddo and I called his G.I. Joe's dolls once and he had a whole fit and said they're action figures. (laughs) So... I'm sure there's a group of folks out there that enjoy being action figures, but that's not what we're talking about today. Um, the masculine dolls that I know about are going to be like the coin-operated boy. I don't know if you all have heard that yeah, song. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. P- Pinocchio, Peter Pan. Pinocchio. Like, Peter you know, Pan's not a doll. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a doll. He looks like a doll. No, he's not. <laughs> he's a boy count. that didn't grow up, which is similar, but not the same. Um Pinocchio, though, great example. He's a marionette that becomes a real boy. Um, and when he tells lies, bad things happen. So that's like a wealth of things you can pull on for all, all sorts of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so there's that's that. True. There's the coin-operated boy. And then, of course, there's like the Ken Himbo. That's the more grown-up version of those dolls. Um, and I love that. Um, there's also a lot of crossover between like robot android people and dolls because the line yes. there is pretty fine. Robot so if you don't want to be... If you don't, yeah, if you want to be a completely grown up adult doll, you can be a cyborgy type situation. And there, like I said, lots of crossover. The more humanoid the doll, the robot starts looking, the more like a doll they kind of become, well, right? I, I um, want to give a shout out to the robot people because I definitely love that. I, I have, um, love it. Dance Apocalyptic and Janelle Monet and pretty much anything Janelle she Monet, does. Yes. She gives me all my robot feels. And I love the Android because it's a great, like, doll adjacent kink. Yes doll adjacent it doesn't have to be fluffy pretty barbie branded it can be an android that's doll adjacent it's got some of the similar principles right like Mm -hmm. you only work when you are turned on you have some kind of movements that aren't quite human but you're humanoid you might be programmed to say certain things but it's limited or you might be totally interactive but like something about you is a little off and not quite human like the android people are, are very special um and my life-changing robot moment was when I was younger and Bjork made her All is Full of Love video, mm. which is her as an android making out with herself as an android. Yes, that's my case. There are multiple Bjork androids making out on top of each other, and it's so hot. And I was like, well, this is amazing. <laughs> I, listen, I already said I would definitely fuck myself if I had another chance to. So oh, yeah. anyone 100%. who wouldn't is silly. <laughs> Lying to themselves and needs to work on their self-esteem because trust me, you're gorgeous and you should totally have sex with yourself if I ever give Absolutely. a chance. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, yeah. It's a good so, tangent. <laughs> always. 
guys. But anyway, shout out to the robot and the Android people. We love you. And it's a slightly different kink. We totally get it. But also, it's real close. And you guys can totally hang out with us. And um, a lot <laughs> of the doll people will be act will act like robots. And a lot of the robot people will look like dolls. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's really crossover. close. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, if you're getting into like Megan type territory, is Megan a doll or is Megan an Android? She's a nightmare, bitch. What are you talking about? Megan is that <laughs> is that that white she's girl a, doll? She's a gay icon. Android. She's a gay icon. Yeah. So for those no, who have not no. heard of it yet, gay there's people, a new, there's I'm a new so movie. I'm so tired of y'all. I'm so tired of gay people. Stop it. Stop Here it. Y'all took the Here Baba Duke. You took the made the Baba Duke gay. You telling me that little creepy white girl doll's gay? Anytime a anytime a tiger scratches on a tree, you're like, oh, work. She's probably gay too. Y'all need to stop it. Okay. Stop. <laughs> I'm so tired of gay people. Damn. I mean, I love us, but we're fucking obnoxious. Everything is yeah, not we a fucking are. gay icon. When y'all got me with it the can't be, though. I was ready to jump into the sun. And now you tell me this evil <laughs> white girl is going to show up at Pride from now on? No. She definitely will be at Pride. Prepare oh yourself God. for that. Kill me. Prepare anyway, yourself for the Megans at Pride because everyone loves her. I'm so those done. that aren't aren't familiar i'm sure you've seen the commercials but megan is a movie that's out right now that i actually need to get to see that's a horror movie about an android type doll that is designed to basically like babysit your kids like it's supposed to be your kid's best friend but all watches your child because it's an android that's smart first mistake right first mistake and the premise of the movie is that since the doll is programmed to protect your child anything that interacts with your child in a way that the doll deems is dangerous the doll like goes into kill mode so that's not great (laughs) but that could be a fun scene if you think you're getting a brand new doll and then you open it and then she tries to chase you around the house with a pair of scissors i don't know right or whatever you know so that that's again a great premise for an evil doll because she's programmed a bit wrong and her reactions to things are quite extreme. So that, again, easy premise to a scene. I've been programmed a bit wrong and my reactions to things are not normal. I glitch out or I, you know, overreact or I take things extremely literally or whatever it is. Like there's a bunch of different ways. Like if you are into acting and you want to go like super method with your doll, you totally can. You absolutely I just, can. I also or you can't. Say- or you can't, you don't have to. But I also want to say, yeah. like, for the age play people, I would love for us to have, like, a little more imagination. Instead of it just being, like, daddy and girl, it could be a boy and his doll. It could be mm-hmm. a boy and his pup. Like, you could be two dolls hanging out. It could be a, 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 a doll gang. Y'all all hang out together and do things, you know? Like, it could be anything you want. It doesn't have to just be these mimic relationships that we think are the only thing we can have. Like, right. it could be anything I we think- want. Yeah, when I'm a doll maker, I don't really have a title because why would a doll need a title for its owner? It just is. You know, I would just introduce us as this is my doll. Exactly. Because the doll's not really talking back to me most of the time, unless it's Ken and Barbie, and that's very specific, in which case this is my Ken doll, and they would refer to me as Barbie because that's what we're doing. So, and usually even then, like, I feel like Ken would just call Barbie babe all the time. Mm something like that i mean if you're the doll owner you can you can you can say owner this is my owner this is my maker this is my love this is my whatever you can just have a regular generic name and if you most of the dolls i know introduce themselves as not like they would introduce themselves like i am her doll like Mm -hmm. it would again be like it's a total depersonalization like this is not my anything because i don't own things i'm a doll i am hers 
that's how this works. I'm an object. You wouldn't say like, I'm a table and this is my carpenter. You would be like, I'm her table. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I guess it just depends too. Cause a lot of the folks I know who were like in relationships, you were, you were a lot of different things. You're like a puppy, a doll, a horse, like a a table. Right. And so when you're not in that space, of course, they can be like your mistress, your ma'am, your whatever. But like when you're in that space, like you don't own things, you don't have opinions. You don't have words half the time, which is great. Like I said, it's a great brain break. A lot of the folks I know that are dolls, I know an unusually high number of doctors and scientists that are dolls. Mm-hmm. People that like use their brain at level 15 all day long and just need a fucking break. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say that I, even though a lot of it's about aesthetics, don't think that you have to specifically like your body has to look a certain way to be a doll because there are lots of different dolls, plus size dolls, tiny dolls, like you don't have to look a specific way in order to be a doll not at all right not at all because again we're all making this up this is all made up you can do whatever you want honestly like i said if you're if you're a scientist that wants to continue using your brain at level 15 be an android you would have all the answers because you're a computer you know what i mean like you can do whatever you want you can again as as a barbie i'm a doll that runs everything because that's what barbie does I'm a president astronaut veterinarian bitch. Get out of my fucking way. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't answer to you. Like <laughs> And I just like yeah. to play with dolls. I don't necessarily a doll myself anymore, but I just like to play with mm-hmm. them cuz they're fun. Who doesn't want to dress someone and then maybe smack them a little bit and maybe, you know, yeah. hump on them. Like <laughs> that's kind of cool right so that's why I enjoy yeah it. it's super fun yeah so I I really there's like so many infinite directions it can go it leads itself to power exchange or completely not it leads itself to like all kinds of interactions or like you're a dead weight and there's almost no interaction like other than physical it's really great you can do a lot of different things and again talk about it before you do the thing because if you're a doll that goes all the way out into doll space, you gotta let somebody know that before you're down. Yeah. <laughs> like if someone's expecting a Barbie and they get a silent Victorian doll, that's a that's a switch that we weren't expecting. So we need to know. Um and you know, it's also so total like weird aside, speaking of like the checked out type of thing, there is doll porn out there. Yep. So first of all, if you're if you're looking for doll porn. Be aware that when you type doll porn into a search engine, you're going to get a bunch of real dolls and me and men having sex with them. And if that's what you want to watch, knock yourself out. But if you're looking for a human doll, you would want to type in human doll porn. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> and you're still going to get a lot of dudes having sex with real dolls, which is fine. Hey, whatever. Um, but the, the porn that's out there, generally speaking, is the completely checked out type of doll. Um, so it's like someone being picked up, positioned, they don't really talk, they don't move, Mm -hmm. they might be able to like hold their positions in a jointed way, or they might be totally dead weight, but they're not interacting at all, which is actually fascinating porn to watch because the porn actress has to like not interact as they're being all kinds of things. That's fun to watch them struggle. That's my favorite is just watching the struggle. Um. (laughs) (laughs) The struggle of don't blink, don't blink. When they put the camera in your face, you just have to stare. Don't blink, don't make a noise, don't make a gasp, even though they've just shoved something large in an orifice. You know, (laughs) so good. It's fun. It's a fun challenge and they do a great job. Um, 
There is also, if you're looking for the queer version, um, there is a porn company called Aorta Films, which we've plugged a couple times before. Mm -hmm. um, Aorta, like the, the type of a heart, A-O-R-T-A. -A. Um, and they have a film called Pink Lemonade. And that is a short film in which a mommy dom who is like my kitchen vintage fantasy mm. is in the kitchen and her robot Android doll is making her pink lemonade and does something wrong. And so mommy has to take her into the bedroom and reprogram her. Mm, sexy. I love it. It's so hot. That's great. So hot. So hot. It's rare that I like download porn so I can watch it over and over again. That's yeah. the one. No, I get that. So, it's true. Pink Lemonade, if you're looking for that action, it's on Aorta Films. And if you go buy it, you can have it forever. Oh, it's, yeah, it's real nice. And the doll is a person of color. So oh, that's, that's also pretty yeah, rare. Because we, we know a couple dolls, honestly, between us. So I feel like. Right. No, yeah. it's not rare in like real life. It's rare in porn because True. porn, um, because porn is still super racist. But like in real normal life, dolls are every shade and shape and size and age. But in porn, they're all like the same twenty-five-year-old white girl that's blonde. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, I really like seeing different kinds of dolls. I mean, I have nothing against tiny little white girls; they're great and all. But it's like there's so many other cool types of people and. Literally you could do so many different things like i've definitely seen some really awesome like big people as um uh, sex dolls like they just were positioned and everybody got to go to town and they were kind of like um like a community bicycle <laughs> yes. oh, i love dressing up people in general but i especially love dressing up big people partially because a lot of folks especially if they aren't already dressing themselves up in different ways, have been kind of told their whole life that they get like whatever sackcloth Lane Bryant has yeah. and that there's no like nice things for them. And I'm like, yeah. that's total nonsense. I think the internet's helping that action a lot. It's gotten a yeah. lot better. People have actually been able to see themselves in their own body types dressed in different ways, unlike what we had in the 90s, which was in the 2000s, which like I said, was a Lane Bryant catalog right into the house like a doom bell um but anyway <laughs> yeah so I really love dressing up bigger people and because I it's just such a magical experience that they've never experienced like being able to wear the cute fluffy stuff that they see tiny people wearing like yeah that totally comes in your size or can be made in your size and you're gonna look amazing it's just about like knowing what proportions are the right ones for you but yeah I, love I also love like tool, like tool I don't know yes. what it is we look great in tool it's just we so do yeah. it's great there's just it's such a massive amount of it and it's amazing mm -hmm. I also love like low-key like forcing people into doll because that's like a whole area of doll it play that is we it's really a covered whole, didn't. yeah it's a whole thing like I love low-key forcing people to do things that they will let me do but hate oh yeah 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 I dated someone that was super goth and she almost always wears black she looks great in black um and has a great like punk goth style and is amazing and I totally went on various websites that I hang out at and bought her a bunch of pastels because I'm a dominant and a sadist and so <laughs> so we went to a party just dressed in yellow florals That's and she came to my house early so I could get her dressed up and after I got her dressed up she looked in my mirror which is a pink vanity that I have in my room and she's like I look like a fat church doll and I'm like that's the hottest thing anyone's ever said to me in my life <laughs> 
look like a fat church doll. I feel like I've said that also in my life, but for different reasons. Oh, God, it was oh, so hot. It just goodness. it ticked so many boxes all at the same time. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you do. Let's go to this play party. And so but we no, like arrived and all of her friends were like, what happened to you? <laughs> Lola had you for 15 minutes. I was but like, scene true. started before we got here. Scene started before we got here. <laughs> I think uh, like uh, half the fun of dolls, if you are willing to do that, of course, you won't make you for real do it. But if you're willing and a little bit mad about it, I will definitely make you a doll. I oh, God, that. if you're mad about it, it's so good. Yeah, so I'm okay good. with that. I don't care what your gender is. You're wearing this dress. Uh, it just adds an extra layer of sadism that really gets my nipples hard. I, oh, yes. And yes. you should definitely talk to, to the people involved. But like I said, some folks oh, yeah. don't mind playing with gender. So I've definitely had scenes where I'm like, I'm going to put this clothes on you and you're she. And I know they're not a she, but you're a pretty girl right now. So shut the fuck up. You know, like that's right. the scene we're doing is that you're a pretty girl. Shut the fuck up. And it's fun. Again, consent ahead of time. This is not like this individual did not know I was buying random things online for them. Like this was not a, a huge surprise. But also, they were like, I'm agreeing to this, but I'm very terrified. I'm like, mm, you should be. I love pastels. So like, <laughs> It's like a scary makeover. It's so fun for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. a, lot of, a lot of the kink world will call that forced feminization. And again, um, sissies and dolls are sort of adjacent. But I've noticed that dolls tend to not have that extra layer of misogyny that sissies often have of being like, I'm so embarrassed because I look like a girl. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Girls Whereas- are so dumb like me. I'm a girl because I'm dumb. Exactly. Like, I, don't want I don't want that. Exactly. You can be Whereas dumb. dolls are like, Whereas dolls are like, I'm so pretty in all this pink. That is it. Yes, great. Exactly. We don't need the extra shit. Thank you. Leave exactly. misogyny at it's the, the fucking door. It's the connecting of the two. It's like, if you want to be a girl, if you want to be dumb, if you want to be a dumb girl, I actually don't have a problem with any of those. It's that you think that you are dumb because you're a girl now. That's exactly. what I don't want. So I feel like so the that's new ones, the line. Yeah, the nuance, if people could see that, it's like you can be whatever you want to be, but you don't have to make a judgment about other people based on what you want to explore right now. Exactly. Um, Because if you took that with any other group of people, which I won't do because it's going to be offensive no matter what direction I go, it'll be immediately, that's the thing, (laughs) it'll be immediately awful. Like think of the first group that popped into your head and it's immediately awful. You don't even have to say it out loud. It's immediately awful. You said, I'm blank because I'm blank. Like it's immediately awful. So like, no, I'm pejorative thing because I'm being this right now. Awful. Don't do that. You notice how it's like, okay to be awful to women in any context. Oh yeah. Oh, no yeah. matter what's going on, that's totally okay. It's like the it's only okay to be things- awful to women, and it's okay to be awful to black people. Those are the I was two just things about to that say, I've noticed. You can say scene. you can call anyone a bitch, and you can call anyone a nigga, and those things are okay because what the fuck? You ever. can also be like, I'm so dumb and this and that because I'm a girl, and you can mm-hmm. also be like, I'm so gross because I'm fucking all these black guys. Like it's the same fucking energy, it's the same fucking energy, which is why I don't fuck with sissies. So there's that. Um, yeah. Which again, little crowbar of separation. All cross-dressers are not sissies. There are many cross-dressers that just want to be pretty dolls for the day. And those folks I totally fuck with. So again, get your shit together, sissies. 
figure it out. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like, <laughs> <I'm not tired. laughs> it's like sissies are sitting in that line where it's like, you're going through, you don't know if this is your gender or your fetish or your kink, and that's fine. You don't know where you stand yet, but wherever you stand, you still low-key are judging women, all types of women, yeah, trans women, cis women, you're judging women, period, while you figure your shit out. And that's not fair. Exactly. Yeah, you can figure it out in much healthier ways. Much Correct. healthier ways. Correct. Doll play, for example. Women. Doll play, exactly. drag. drag. Drag is great. Doll play is great. Whatever. You could, there's so many ways that you could Talk do it. Doll you don't play even adjacent. Need to... Drag is damn near definitely dog play, doll play adjacent. Like, that, yeah. Performance and that's of one a... of the things I love about it. Like Drag Race mm-hmm. is like such gender euphoria for me because it's yeah. sparkly outfits that like if I had a bunch of money, I would just make and wear around town for no reason. So, and that's what Toddlers and Tiaras was for me as well. I would absolutely make those little dresses in my sides if I had enough money. Absolutely. I love theater. I love drama. I love glitter. I love performance. I love fun and games. Like all of those Mm -hmm. things can exist on a spectrum and doll play and gender performance and all these things can exist on a spectrum. We just don't have to shit on anyone else. Right. Like I said, this is, and this is why Drag Race is my problematic fave. I'm aware that RuPaul has done and said many things that are not okay. Um, and so I watch the show for entertainment, but I'm fully aware that it's my problematic fave because right. there just have been times where RuPaul has been an old person and it's just not great. But then the um, thing is, like, <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're looking at this, like, for doll play, this would be the equivalent of a sissy if Ru was a, a sissy trying to holler at you. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, because exactly. they're fucked up right. mentality. Because, uh, exactly right. like i love drag queens i don't love rupaul and that's why because there's been some things that are just not cool that have come out of his mouth i'm like no nah, you're good on you but unfortunately he has all the money for all the drag show things that are happening on tv right now yeah so apparently i want my drag queens i have to deal with him one. yeah apparently, apparently so apparently he's to... got a, a lock on that shit mm-hmm. um but yeah it's the same kind of energy there's drag queens of all different stripes and sorts some of whom are terrible some of whom are great some of whom are in between so like it's the same thing with with anyone that, that loves this kind of stuff and it's really yeah. about again we say this every single episode finding your match finding that the way that you want to do the thing is the way that they want to do the thing well the, the cool thing about doll play though is that you can do it by yourself oh yeah 100%. so you don't have to have another person like you can just play with yourself however you want to play with yourself your outfits the way you want to go places how you want to eat anything you want things you watch you could do your Mm -hmm. own little hypnotizing yourself like i'm a sexy bimbo i deserve money like i don't know i would recommend fully getting involved with the (laughs) hypnosis group before you do that because i don't know how that shit works on your own but they can probably help you out i mean Um, i'm talking affirmations i'm not talking sure sure i don't know how hypnosis works i'm going to be completely honest so i again always recommend that you get involved with people that have done this before and know what they're doing but yeah i go i go out in barbie space all the time i go to king of events in barbie space all the time absolutely myself it's totally fine all i'm gonna say about hypnosis is this everybody's brain works differently and if you let somebody learn the code to your brain before you know the code, then they know the code to your brain and you don't. So I sure. would say for any sort of mind Zen practice would be to just meditate and have an affirmation first. It's highly unlikely you're going to break your own brain with an affirmation that you yes. planned, right? 
versus letting someone else at a group some of these groups are sketchy as fuck especially the kink groups true i know now that you mention it i'm just saying the the bad kind of hypnosis people so you know what saying i've had some bad very bad experiences with hypnosis with kink so i'm just saying if you choose to do that we can have a conversation about that later but if you would like that kind of stuff, it might be better for you to play with it on your own by yourself before you let somebody else have access to your head, especially if you have any sort of mental illness, depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like once you give people the keys, they have the keys and it's very yes. hard to change the keys to your head, you know? So, yeah. And you can do it in ways that aren't as like serious as hypnosis. Cause I'm realizing like, I have a playlist called Life in the Dream House that I love. And I almost we always love a listen playlist. to it. Yes. Oh, yeah. We love a playlist. I almost always listen to it when I'm getting dressed up for Barbie things because uh, that usually involves a ton of makeup, some glitter, maybe fake hair, you know, big plastic jewelry, all the things. Like, I'm really, like, going for it, like, 80s and 90s Barbie style, usually. And it's just a list of songs that I think Barbie would listen to or that describe Barbie um i don't know can we do playlists on the spotify i don't we don't really use it um, for that, not unless but... we get a lot of money real quick um because you gotta pay for that i'm pretty sure but i'll double check you it. gotta I'll pay see. to put a playlist on spotify really oh, i thought you meant to play music during the episode no 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 we're not gonna get into copyright infringement i mean I'm oh, saying okay. if, if anyone's interested i can give you the song yeah we probably could spotify. do it if you actually even, even if you just screenshot it i could put it up and people could have it and then they could um, great they can make their own list because that's the thing we want them to be you their can. own list. yeah absolutely so it's you like totally make your own list you can use my list of inspiration you kick absolutely. out the songs you don't like whatever but yeah that's a great affirmation because you know some folks myself included feel a little embarrassed sitting in front of a mirror and being like i'm super pretty i'm a pretty doll like that's a little weird to me but the very first song on life in the dream house is the pretty girl rock which is exactly the same thing but i'm just yeah. singing along with kelly Rowland. <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it makes it less weird because you're singing with somebody else about how pretty you are. So, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. I definitely uh, love a playlist. You know, I love a, whatever you need to really get yourself into that space. And you'll find it eventually. You're going to find out what comes to all you all. Because I'm not a Barbie. I'm not a fashion doll. I'm not any of these things. But I might enjoy being some sort of like weird puppet or something you know i, I might mm-hmm. like something i I would kind of create my own remix version of what i wanted to be right i'm yeah. a weird puppet doll and so maybe my doll has a different you know soundtrack maybe they like i don't know michael jackson or lizzo or whatever i don't know i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> i also think that like there's something to be said for people that don't generally have an aesthetic that's similar to fashion dolls becoming fashion dolls for just like one day that's true it's a fun experience because like my barbie personality is not all that much farther from my normal personality it's just sluttier um because normally i'm a little more modest when i dress but barbie is like where i wear my like fast fashion and plastic shit um (laughs) so you know it's that's pretty much really the only difference is like it's a sluttier pinker well not really even pinker anyway it's close-ish to what i would normally look like i think it's really fun when like doll play is transformative and it's something that you very much would not look like like i used to have a partner that was pretty butch but she was my victorian doll when we played dolls and i got to put her in layers of all sorts of things including like a curly wig and like 
bloomers and layers and just you know corsets and all these things and so like it was very transformative and something that she would never put on on her own like that would just not occur to her um, <laughs> but she loved to do it for me and she loved the space that it put her in because it was a transformative process so it might be fun to dress you as a fashion doll I'm like quietly worming my way into dressing you as a fashion doll I'm gonna okay, be we'll get there. about that we'll get there she's always doing stuff for shit. I think <laughs> about fun doll- fact Jackie and I wear the same size I could oh, just bring God. a bunch of clothes for you <laughs> And makeup and it could be amazing think about it okay but if i can i make you into a weird little horror doll because i would just sure you, i would just put you in like i imagine like doug or like a cartoon where you just have the same outfit every day where it's like you know jesus some, christ some as of- long as it's not khaki shorts because i draw the line at khaki shorts that is that's my safe word actually no like, it's, gonna, it's gonna be like a like a like a color block sweater you know like a 90s cartoon and some sort of Jesus like swept. yeah it's gonna be awful. don't cause me show me bro don't cause me show me bro <laughs> it's gonna I be swear to god so um that's how i imagine you and i might make you some sort of weird scary puppet i could put makeup god on you bless too. it yeah maybe we we'll figure it out I am willing to try it. See, that's the thing. Transformative. Do I have a color block 90s sweater in my house? Absolutely not. You have several. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, if you're a person who's up for a little weird adventure, you can just be like, hey, we're going to play dolls today. And then everybody dresses everybody else. And y'all take some weird pictures. And that was playtime. Like, it don't have to be deep. It doesn't have to be deep. It doesn't have to be any type of permanent. It doesn't have to be like your new kink persona. It can be if you really fall into it and you love it, but like it could just be like a fun thing you did once. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Especially if the other person's bringing you stuff, you don't have to invest in it. It's just their clothes. You don't have to buy like a whole pup gear situation. You know what I mean? Like sometimes getting a new kink's really expensive, um, but true. it doesn't have to be as long as you're either close to the same size or know someone that's the same size as your doll or potential doll that you could borrow clothes from. You're good to go. Super I, easy. I really want to have like a doll photo shoot and we all like um, us, a bunch of people just all show up. We are fashion dolls. We have our arms bent 90 degrees like Barbie, and we're just yes. taking pictures of, like, you know, in different scenarios that you would see dolls on the internet in. Like, I would love 100%. So we're going to work this out. We're going to get us a couple more Barbies, and we're going to have, like, a Barbie picnic. You know, we're all mm-hmm. sitting on the ground with our legs open like Barbie. <laughs> Bratz dolls are also welcome. It took me a long time to kind of understand Bratz dolls because I, I think they're actually horrible for children. But as an adult, feel free to be a Bratz doll. Um, they're, they're great. Same with the, uh, what are the new ones that look like Bratz dolls, but they're not the little uh, fashion-y, gosh, what are there's they called? A, there's another fashion-y kind of, there's the Monster yeah, High Yeah, those dolls. little big head. Monster High dolls weren't as bad for kids. Those are cool. I, I know some girls that love to, to play in Monster High. Um, I can't remember the name of them, but there's new little dolls out there that are like Queen Bee and like, fancy fashiony looking dolls they all go to rainbow high that's their name rainbow the rainbow high, high dolls nothing about that they're very similar to Bratz dolls they're they just I don't think they're good for kids because they are not positive images they have not done any effort like Barbie has to done do something different in 2023 mm-hmm. but anyway as an adult if you want to dress up like that situation they are fashion dolls for sure so they have plenty of little outfits so yeah I love I love that I love when people grab their inspiration from fashion like i said 
watching Drag Race, Sugar and Spice, God bless them. They have like one brain cell that they share between the two of them. They're identical twins and they are real dumb in real life. Every time they're on confessional, you're just like, wow, wow. I mean, they're sweethearts, but like, woo, they are not, that's not a, that's not a personality. They're, they're drag characters. That's just who they are as people. But it's so cute when they wear the little Bratz doll costumes. They're so adorable. Like their drag is so cute. So I really love that for them that they found a way to express themselves. I mean, hey, it takes all kinds. It does. It takes all kinds. Like we are welcoming in the doll play community. If you have one brain cell between two people or if you have several doctorates, we are welcoming to you. That's true. There there definitely is a range. There definitely is a range. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. So that's the great part. Like nobody's sitting there like asking whether you went to Yale. Like that's not that's so great. Like you might find that out later, but not that's not the point you're coming up like wow you're so pink I love your nails like that's it it's great <laughs> I will say that for the doll people is that some kinks people feel like they gotta like justify why they like it or whatever but I've never seen a doll person really have to explain it they're just like I like nope. being a doll that's Fuck it you, Barbie. that's yeah, it, that's it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't explain it nothing they're just like I'm a doll today sometimes on Fridays too so anyway. right or they're like not talking at all because they showed up to the party in that space so they don't have to talk to you at it for any reason Correct. it's kind of great if you have social anxiety if you're at a party with someone else and can totally check out and not be expected to speak to people that's kind of choice oh that is true <laughs> i have done that a couple times with my submissive person that was like you don't have to talk at all if anyone talks to you you literally just look at me don't even point look at me they won't have to talk you don't have to talk to nobody you don't want to talk to you know it's an easy you way have- to like easy speech restriction, easy eye contact restriction, easy everything. Like you do not have to interact with anyone at all if your yeah. doll person that owns you has said you that tonight you're you're in deep doll space and don't have to talk to anyone and they'll run interference for you. It's pretty great. And it's that is pretty, pretty cool because like when I don't have a, a restriction on talking, I kind of feel obligated to talk to everyone. But if I have mm-hmm. a restriction, I feel free. Like finally, I can just walk through this place. I don't have to look at nobody. I could just enjoy myself it's very nice so exactly it's pretty great so lots of ways you can do it um like i said you can work your rope bondage in there with your marionettes you can work all the things there's a really cute harness that's out there in the world that has a big doll key on the back but the key doesn't turn so if anyone in the leather world wants to make a leather harness that has a key that can actually turn and makes a ratcheting noise please contact me because that is such an amazing concept she will give you all the money and i, do I really feel would like there's a lot of doll sort of adjacent costuming and things mm-hmm. so you can sort of play with that whatever you want your doll to look like the costuming options are endless and the play options are also endless because remember when you were a kid your dolls used to do all sorts of things so like the doll can get tied up your baby doll can get fucked your baby doll can get beat up but you're you know whatever yeah. bad doll you get a spanking all the things all the things it doesn't need to have a reason. They're also great for age players. As a, as a little, I sometimes like dolls because I treat them exactly the way I used to treat my dolls when I was small, violently. Yeah. A lot of <laughs> I've seen a lot of littles who switch or top playing with dolls or pups. Like those are usually their submissives. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have a daddy or a mommy, and then the submissive has a puppy or a doll, and so it's almost mm-hmm. like a hierarchy in the household. So you have a dolly and a puppy. Mm-hmm. So it depends on if Some... you like that. Yeah, sometimes a pony. Yeah, yeah. Pony. <laughs> that's like that's the great part about the kink community as a little you can be like daddy i want a pony and you might actually get one and it might be a person it might be a person so great yeah. so great 
Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So yeah, I fully encourage people to explore their inner dolls, or if you don't want to do that and want are interested in making someone else a doll, talk to people about it. Um, you never know your partner would be willing to try it, or you might have friends in your life that are willing to try it because it doesn't have to be the least bit sexual if you don't want it to be, or yes. it can be extremely sexual start to finish if you want it dolls to be. Dolls is a great play between friends also. Like mm-hmm. dolls. It's a it's a great yeah. starter kink too, because you don't have to do anything physically like mm-hmm. There's not really a skill set to dressing up somebody, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's not a whole lot there. And if you're not, you know, working SM and sex and all kinds of other stuff and do it, just playing dress up. You've been doing it since you were little. You've got this. It can be as deep or as casual as everybody involved wants it to be. That's the cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with the new, like I said, TikTok and and TikTok's kind of taken over from Instagram, but with the visual media that's out there right now, you can definitely play dress up and doll by yourself and have fun with it you can share it with other people and you will find the other doll people out in the world trust me they will find you <laughs> they will there's a huge community and they are definitely get together and do things i've heard of doll tea mm-hmm. parties all kinds of stuff so that sounds it's amazing yeah isn't that cute a doll, a doll picnic would also be super fun just like yes. in a public park somewhere you just all look soups crazy and you're just it would be great yeah and so. you know people would not understand but they also unless you're again the type of doll that is inappropriately naked people would just be like look at that bright colored group of people hmm. <laughs> they're going to comic-con <laughs> or some shit like that that's right like they're doing it t- they're doing a tiktok that's pretty much the nowadays yeah. tiktok's like and you can if you set up a camera and a ring light you can get away with almost anything in public nowadays people just assume you're doing a tiktok <laughs> yeah. just just whatever you're doing make it three minutes or less and then get out no just it. leave that camera and that ring light right there and people are gonna assume you're like on instagram live or some nonsense like social media has made it so that you can do weird shit in the middle of public it's kind of incredible <laughs> and the good news that it doesn't have to be anything specifically sexual you're just nope. sitting Dressed in public up. as a little doll enjoy mm-hmm. your life like that's an example of a public kink that really can just be your thing that no one has to know about and it's fine yeah because like well it depends on the outfit that i'm in right like if i'm sure. in like super tight latex then i'm probably heading to a cake space where i'm going to be around other kinksters but if i'm just in like my barbie gear because i have a lot of street clothes that are just barbie themed so if i'm just head to toe barbie if a little kid comes up and talks to me i can talk to that child because i'm not doing or wearing anything weird it's just real pink you know (laughs) so that's a great example of like you can live in your kink and not be inappropriate out in the world um where again you can take it the opposite direction and head to a kink club wearing you know pink bondage shape and lip gloss and that's your night (laughs) yeah there's pretty much any kind of bondage gear there is there's a pink version there's there should be anyway no there is i definitely is the pink people are out here just like there's like you're welcome yeah, you're the one who did it. Because I feel like maybe like a, a couple years ago, it was like black, red, and purple. Those were the colors. Yeah, and, and then we started emailing people saying, can this be made in pink? Custom pieces were made. They were put on Instagram and everyone wanted them. Yeah. You're welcome. It literally was like you black, welcome. red, blue, purple, green. And then from somebody Hunter green fin- only. Hunter green only, yeah. And then somebody finally was like, fine, we'll make this pink for those weirdos. And then everybody fucking loved it. And now... 100%. Yeah, now you can get all the colors. Now any mm-hmm. color. Yeah. I have You're several welcome. pink things that I need to have custom made recently in the next coming up part of my life. I'm sure you will. And on I'm that excited. note, custom pink things, send them to Miss Lola. 
so she can yes, get her doll always. closet updated. And yes. before we go, I have to ask this question that was asked. Oh yeah, we have we have a listener question. I'm excited. Okay, so you ready for this question? This yes, is the question this? that we get asked all the time. What is the kinkiest thing you have ever done? Um, the kinkiest thing you've ever done. Buy what a car it? from a dealership. <laughs> <laughs> with a butt plug in like what happened no no no. it was i went to a dealership and bought a car it was very scary and i didn't want to do it and i had to sign a lot of papers and i had to at one point call my bank Damn. to make sure that i could transfer it was it was a lot i you're didn't like my pussy it what you're making my pussy wet i almost safe worded out and just left without a car but i needed one so i had to like keep going no this question i guess so i've had this question pop up a lot over the years and I don't think it's like a good I hate to say bad question because there's no there's no bad questions someone was curious about this right but like it's not a contest or like a pyramid or something like it's like what's the blackest thing you've ever did what's the right it's like well I was born by the river in a little tent (laughs) I wore something to a party and then returned it the next day Like, like what do you want me to say to that um no it's like it's that's the thing like it's so random and like what's the kinkiest thing to me is first of all it's like asking me what my favorite song is or what my favorite book is I like Mm -hmm. a lot of books and I like a lot of songs so I can't answer that question you know like there's no definitive thing um I can give you like a good list of some of my favorite books and songs and I could give you a good list of some of my favorite kinks but like I wouldn't say that one's kinkier than the other Mm -hmm. it's also super subjective because again going circling all the way back to the beginning the clown effect what could be like like a completely normal I'm just wearing my clown shit to the dungeon for you for me would be like get out my pepper spray don't come near me with that shit (laughs) so like it's extremely (laughs) it's extremely subjective and it also like makes it so that you're kind of putting your kinks in a pyramid where it's like this is the kinkiest thing I've ever done and it's mm. like that's not how I view kink really each thing is its own unique experience yeah. and I don't put them against each other in that way if that makes any sense okay so maybe that's asking if it's the kinkiest thing you've ever done but maybe asking what was one of the top most formative kink things that's happened to you hmm. is so, that a better way to ask it Cause I'm thinking like for me, yeah. for myself, one of the most informative kink experiences for me was when I got my hook suspension because mm, that's a that, good one. it was like an extreme amount of blood needles. And then my piercer is amazing. Their name's Dell. And they're this um, trans guy who's just like, was so helpful for me during the process because um this scene was me sort of having a rite of passage you know like Mm -hmm. a lot of cultures have that but I feel like the culture I'm in doesn't so I went through this uh ordeal as my step into myself as an adult and into my gender Mm -hmm. but I hadn't really decided what my gender was and so Dell really helped me with that process, which really ultimately culminated in me getting a blowjob while hanging in the air from these hook suspensions. <laughs> and so I just have this wow. image in my mind of hanging from my skin and looking down and Dell sucking my dick. And I just was like, yeah, like <laughs> this is a great moment. <laughs> like, da, 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 yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. So that image <laughs> in my mind <laughs> of being blissed out from like, 
blood and then mm-hmm. seeing my friend suck my dick was pretty great. So that's, that's one of great. my favorite memories of kink. Yeah. I would say for me, um, two things. One was kind of living in service for multiple years mm-hmm. um because it gave me a great perspective on all the different directions service could take and also like what I could accomplish um and it also like formed what I can expect other people to be able to accomplish based on what I could do like you might not reach all the things I was able to do but like I know for a fact that there's certain things you can get done you know what I mean like yeah because I think a lot of dominants have problems having expectations of people mm-hmm because they're like, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. And their submissive's like, I didn't have time. And you're like, oh, that's okay. Like, it's not okay. I asked you to do the thing. And now I know that I would have been able to do that in five more things. So like, you don't have an excuse. So that like helped with my like perspective. Um, also like I had this, this daddy is a, a strong term, daddy in the sexual sense. Mm. Um, <laughs> We were definitely not in a DS relationship, but in the sexual sense, we absolutely were. And this top like pushed my body in ways that I did not think it could go and would like basically the premise of how she had sex was we're not done till I'm done or like we're not done till I'm done with we're not done till I'm done with you with your body. Yeah. Literally that, which was super hot. And that also shifted my perspective A of not only what I could take and do, but what I could expect from others. And like again, obviously consent, talk about things, have safe words, etc. But like it's super hot for like a submissive to think, well, I came, so sex over now. And you're like, not even close. You know? <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, no, we're not done until I'm done with like, you. Like prop yourself That's, up. Yeah, prop yourself like, up. Like, yeah. Let me know if you get a Charlie horse because I'll massage it out. We'll keep going. Um, so yeah, like that is that also like shifted my perspective. It's just the confidence of being like, we're done when I'm done or, yeah. you know, or like she would pull out like the largest cocks I've ever seen ever, yes. which is funny because later on I then met another daddy with even larger cocks. So I apparently have a type, but anyway, <laughs> when I would look at the thing and be like, I don't know. I mean, we can try. And she'd be like, ain't no trying, only doing. And I'm like, oh, Okay, like she just was confident. You know, trying, only doing. And she was just confident that that was going to fit in there. And it did. So, like, you know, that kind of confidence takes you a long way as a top. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have the memory of what I can take inside of me. So, no one else can tell me anything about me. Like, I know right. how much I can take. And not only that, but just like the mental, like, if someone else tells you you can do a thing. Mm-hmm. you have a much better shot at being able to do it because now your body is like well they're pretty sure it's possible <laughs> yeah gotta love the confidence and that's right. another thing I guess the kink experience has taught me to be able to tell a little more when someone's being sexually overconfident versus when they're just being knowledgeable right right they pull out that giant exactly thing and you know they're gonna actually know how to use it versus they're gonna try to fold this thing sideways and fuck you oh, up jesus <laughs> right and also just like if you're very submissive there's a lot to be said because your body will just relax in ways that like it wouldn't have done before if someone's like this is what we're doing right now because i said so yeah and suddenly your body is just like well in that case come okay. on okay whatever you let say. me open let me open the security doors for you <laughs> yeah literally it's like it's like if janelle monet just whispered my name and then it's like you do whatever you need to do ma'am it's open ma'am back it up boop, boop. it's open. i know that 
I know that you don't watch Drag Race, but Janelle Monáe was the judge on this week's Drag Race. And no. I swear to God, the minute she came on the screen, I was just like, well, I'm wet. So I that's know. She's gorgeous. It's weird that I'm watching TV and just wet. That's awful. Speaking I of androids, I want to fuck. <sighs> she talks about that. She talks about her android period. Does she? Yes. Is she out of her android period? Kind of, but not really. She okay, talks about so- how it was like, a metaphor for queerness and you know individuality in a way in a world that wasn't ready for that yet and so that's what she used to kind of tell people she was different and tell people that she was going to be herself Mm -hmm. and you know she was kind of encouraging the queens to be themselves whatever that is um it was a it was a great episode she's just like I could listen to her talk for literally ever like one of the queens was like she's giving us a sermon right now and we can just sit here forever and listen to this (laughs) (laughs) because she was on the episode and then they have that extra show that they do called untucked which is like mm -hmm. the behind the scenes and she comes into the the dressing room or whatever during untucked and talks to them for quite a while and it's just she's a magical human android person she's a magical hybrid she's a magical hybrid being do not insult the android chat box like that okay (laughs) no never i'm sorry i apologize yeah so good so yeah i i i would say that like the most like informative moments were moments that shifted my perspective and you know were not necessarily like what someone on the internet would think is like the most edgy edge play Mm -hmm. but were something that shifted my perspective into being like oh that is possible or oh that confidence is what got me to settle into this thing and I learned something about my own body and I also learned something about like how far confidence and swagger can fucking carry you or like whatever you know or how like what she'll actually do for like love and commitment because when I think about how many people's houses I was willing to clean for right for security love and commitment it's like wow i will really go far for that so let me remember remind right. myself that but I- also as a submissive that had to clean the house every day i learned how to clean a house properly and now i can use those sorts of skills for my exactly. own life exactly so now like i can organize grocery trip i can pay all the bills i can whatever whatever because i had to figure that out and so, that you also know. means if you have a submissive, not a partner, not a girlfriend, but, but a submissive, and they do not have any of these basic skills that we're talking about here, I'm not impressed by your I'm not impressed at all. And I know that like that submissive could figure it out if you push them any type of way. Right. So I'm not impressed by either of you because yeah, they're not trying and you're not enforcing. So exactly. If the only skill your person has is blowjob skills then they then can, you're, you, you're then missing out please. they could also have other skills <laughs> like you could suck a dick literally like you're picking don't. up your own dry cleaning because this person can't figure out like mm-mm. so yeah all of that all of that i think those are i think that's a much more a much more like thorough way to ask that question is like what were the most transformative or informative kink experiences that you had because you'd be super surprised what people tell you yeah it's something true. that like to the outside world wouldn't look kinky it's like to the outside world just like being fucked hard by a butch daddy is not that kinky it's pretty common in the queer community but to me that specific experience with that specific person shifted my perspective 
I would say another one that shifted my perspective was when I had to learn like formal table service and had to learn where the fork goes and mm. all the spoons go. It sounds silly, but I've never really had to know that skill in my regular life. And so the only reason I needed it was for kink. And so now I have mm-hmm. it. Now I know how to eat at a fancy restaurant and do all these things. But for me, learning that skill was a kink. And so yep. I know how to fold a napkin now because the mistress wanted it done a certain way right mm-hmm. so it there are a lot of people out there with like weird skill sets that they only learn through kinks that do not apply to their regular life which is kind absolutely. of amazing like absolutely dudes that know how to wash fully fashioned stockings when they don't wear them mm. or you know people that know how to polish combat boots but don't wear combat boots like uh, all the polishing things. silver how to lace a course mm-hmm. like so many of these little yep. specific skills that you may have never learned except they made you turned on and now you know them and now they're like life skills it's like what the fuck i didn't oh, know yeah. learn a life skill <laughs> it's a life skill and also you can bring that to your next person like right. they're not going to sit there and be like oh your last person taught you to polish boots so i hate that you polish my boots like they're gonna be like great you already know how to polish boots love that like they exactly. might give you some extra pointers like i like this that and the third specifically about my boots but they're going to be thrilled that you already have a base level skill set for sure absolutely like i learned massage from one of my partners and so now every other partner benefits because i want to rub mm-hmm. on their body and use my massage Great. skills you know it's i'm down win. when are you coming to visit me again absolutely we'll plan this next time we'll plan nice this. once it stops snowing we're both yeah, i know girl it's too much right now uh-huh. It's so hard to live a Barbie lifestyle weather, honestly. Yeah, you need like a, a snowmobile, like a Barbie smoke snowmobile or something. Although that being said, I bought several cute Barbie hoodies when I lived in California and I couldn't wear them because it was always too hot. And now I've been wearing them out. So that's nice. Because I don't, if anyone that knows me knows I'm not, I don't own hoodies. Like the, until I got Barbie hoodies, I had no hoodies at all. And now I have like two or three Barbie and Hello Kitty hoodies. And I'm glad I have them now because it's cool to tell. You're ready for, <laughs> for life in the Midwest. Perfect. Kind of. I'm still struggling, to be honest, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. So it's coming <laughs> back. It's a new year and hopefully it won't snow all year, right? It's supposed to stop Jesus eventually. Christ. So Please, God. Please, God. <laughs> and then we'll be by a pool again, doing hood rat shit with our friends. That's the plan. Yes, for I look forward. I look forward to Imsel. I haven't decided what my theme will be for my outfits, but I'm looking forward to actually having an in-person leather conference in my life again. That's great. I'm thinking about going to Pride just because um i mm. want to and why not right i mean i'll do all the sure. things i have to do to go i'll get tested and all the things but you know i don't have any kids in my life so i'm just gonna keep doing what i do i don't know right the world's ending i'm gonna go outside i don't know yeah i i live alone i think yeah everyone has their different levels of risk and i totally exactly. get it exactly i totally get it and i respect that i live alone and i do have some things that does not make it cute if I catch something like COVID, but at least I can live alone and just have COVID in my house and not spread it to anyone else if that happens. Absolutely. So, you know, we're isolated I, enough. definitely if you're, we're isolated. If you're out in the streets, be tested, get your booster for the love of God. It's what's kept me from getting sick when all of my neighbors around me have gotten sick. Mm. So go get that damn bivalent booster, whatever they're calling it. That shit's not that it's, it's literally free. Just go get it. Good. Um, and test before and after your events if you're going to places be as responsible as you can masks are still cute if you're in very crowded areas all the things, all the things. um but 
I do miss people and I miss leather conferences and I want to go to them. And I have one of the things I love about IMSL is they're doing a hybrid conference. So if you're not comfortable going out, they're going to still have stuff on Zoom. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad about that. I'm glad they're yeah. going to keep that. I think they should keep that going as long as they can because it'll help a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. It helps people that are disabled. It helps people that don't have enough money to travel. It just helps people for whatever reason, right? Like if I right. catch COVID before IMSL, if I because like I said, I test before and after. So if I test before and I suddenly have COVID, I'm certainly not going to be going and I'll just be joining y'all on Zoom. So yeah. it's great to have that option. So highly recommend looking on IMSL's website. I believe you can buy just an online ticket and it's much, much cheaper and you can do that too. So we respect everyone's boundaries. You're, you can have them. We love that for you and you can enforce them for the people around you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to. Everyone's enforcing their own boundaries. That's what we're doing. 2023. Burr, 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 burr. That's all I yep. Me too. Okay. And on that note, be cute, be pink, be sparkly, be you. Go play with your dolls, y'all. Bye. Yes. Bye.